I think that was probably one of the most amazing leadership Q and A's ever. I mean, powerful, powerful stuff. Let's see, who am I going to pick on this morning? Let's let's pick on. Okay, let's <laughs> let's pick on Chad because apparently Tay was more aggressive on wanting to go next. So, <laughs> good good luck, Chad. Thanks. Yeah, man. Well, two talk about two great guys that have just dedicated their lives to um, growing and changing others, and there's so much that we can learn from them, and uh, just absolutely incredible people. And you know, John Maxwell, a hundred books worth of knowledge. I mean, there's there's a thousand people's brains worth of knowledge inside of his head. So always so good. But I'll go through a few of the things that stood out uh, for me, and you know, first of all, when he says everything rises and falls in leader on leadership. Um, the fact that we're all in this industry and in this business, we have to become, we have to learn and become good leaders because that's just a necessary part of being an entrepreneur is you have to be, be a leader. And, you know, I love that he said he learned that at 25 and lived with it for two years and that, you know, you can, you can learn to lead and you can learn to teach leadership. I mean, I think everybody that's been in this company for more than a few years, you've met someone who probably joined and said, don't expect too much out of me. And they had no desire. They had no knowledge that they could lead anything. And next thing you know, they've got teams of hundreds of people and they're like, wow, I didn't know I had it in me. Well, it's part of our job to teach and train and grow ourselves. So congratulations to all of you watching this right now, listening that you're on here because you're already separating yourself from the 90% just by embracing this self education, which we like to call millionaire school, because you have to go through this stuff to, to do it. So um, people don't know how much you care until they know. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I like that he pointed out the fine line between manipulation and motivation. See, when we join this company, it's it's really out of selfish intentions for most of us, for being honest. We want something for us. We want more money. We want more time. It's all about me. Right. Um, and then as you go into business, you start to realize that it's more about other people and it's more about service and it's more about caring. And the people that don't make that transition, they quit and they leave. And it's just because it gets frustrating, right? Because it's all about me, all about me. And people start catching on to that and they disappear. And so it's this constant revolving door, people coming in, people going out just as fast because they get it. They're like, oh, well, they're in it for themselves. So there has to be that heart change. And that's so important care for people and love them. And then he asked, how do you express caring for people? Because some of us care for people. Some people, it comes very easily. You know, some people are just, they walk in a room and they love everyone and you feel it and you know it and other people just aren't made that way. And so I like how he shared, let people know uh, what's difficult and asking for help, right? There's this humility. There's something very attractive about humble and transparent people. And so I think that's another part that we have to embrace in this business. We have to be okay with asking how we can be better and being open to correction. You know, I love in the, in the Bible, it talks about all scripture is useful for teaching, training, correcting, and rebuking, you know, so don't, don't uh, resist someone coming to you and, and saying, hey, uh, did you know that you said this or did this to this person? This is how it affected them instead of getting real defensive, which is 
for a long time, my first go-to is automatically get defense, defend myself, what I've done, right? It's being humble and transparent and willing to grow and a willingness to change and having that open door policy, which is so important. Um, leaders must be close enough to relate, but far enough ahead to lead. I love this. You know, I've learned so many bad things in the military. People said, if your soldiers are your friends, you know, or they'd say, as long as they hate you, you're leading well. And I'd be like, eh, if they hate me and they, I make them too mad, they might shoot me in the back when I'm deployed. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. So there's that fine line between, you know, being, being a, a friend and being close, but being far enough ahead to where you have the vision and you're, and you're leading, leading the path, preparing the way. Um, caring for everyone, development for some. I think this is important too. A lot of the yellow personalities care for everyone. And when you're caring for everyone, you're missing out on the ones to develop because there's only a few, like let's say out of 10, maybe two or three are ready, right? They're ready. They're, they're willing. They're, they're teachable. They're willing to work. They have burning desire. So we have to identify those. And those are the ones when John talks about loving everyone, and, and, but, but they have to earn his time. And I'll never forget, Joel, when we were with him, because it kind of hit me hard when he said, you know, that um, you either get better or you get left and to never invest in someone more than they're willing to invest in themselves. So we wait and see how much someone's willing to invest in themselves and then we match their intensity. And even though we might not, we might hope and wish and be praying they'd invest more in themselves. If they don't, then they just haven't earned our time. And it's not, it's not that we're being mean or anything. We just only have so much time and we can only develop the ones that want to be developed. So man, I'll just do a couple more. I had like nine, but, um, You'll never change your life until you change what you do daily. We overestimate what we can do tomorrow and exaggerate what we did yesterday. Uh, learn the lessons through words. Remember based off actions. I, I, it stuck with me when John Maxwell said, you know, your talk talks and your walk walks, but your talk walks louder than your walk talks. Something like that. Anyway, you, you guys can look that up, but I probably just butchered that. But it stuck with me because what it's basically saying is, yeah, talk is... I hear you. Show me. I hear you, but show me. Showing says so much more than than words, right? Words. We when you're in this business for more than a hot minute, you you know people join and they say, "I'm going to be ambassador in three months," and then three months later they they haven't done anything, and you're like, "I heard the talk," but then other people come in and they don't talk much, but they walk, and you see it, and you're like, "Wow, look at this person." They're like the the silent but deadly, you know, killers that are just out there killing it. Um, and the last thing I'll just say is attitude. I love how he pointed out that attitude, you can go from a zero to a 10 because we get to choose our attitude and attitude isn't everything, but I used to always hear your attitude equals your altitude. And so it's just a necessity to be, you know, an eternal optimist and excited about life and all those things that are contagious in a good way that, that ultimately will, it, it causes a draw you know, and we're headed when we're focused on improving our attitude, everyone around us wants to naturally improve their attitude too, because there's no disputing the, the benefits of having a positive attitude. I mean, it, it literally in the Bible, it says, you know, bitterness rots your bones and you know, Les Brown would say, you know, he laughs his way to health. So there's something to be said about smiling and laughing and being joyful. And that leads to a long life. So I'll just end it there, Joel, but, um, Man, two of my favorite guys in the world. So I love the the attitude equals your altitude. That's that's always such a powerful statement because it, it is absolutely true. Attitude isn't 
the only thing, but it is a major thing. And uh, I know somebody who's got a super awesome attitude. He's just kind of waiting to get going. So uh, let's throw it down to Tay. Tay, what do you have written down for notes? Yeah, I had everything that Chad said. That's why I want him to go first so I can kind of uh, limit my points because I can talk about this all day because it's just, I don't know, it just – real and I think we all experience these things and it's awesome to just go like seeing how far we've come in our leadership and like how we've overcome actually learn a lot from uh just John and Craig as well so uh the first thing I love what he said and Chad mentioned the first quote as well everything rises and falls on leadership uh and me what I've had to come and just my growth over these years is that's self-leadership that's understanding like if you can't lead yourself well then you can't expect other people to follow uh because people I've learned kids don't listen to what you say, they do what you do. So it's the same thing with people in general, when you're talking about your business and you get on Zooms and you tell them everything that they need to do and you're not doing, uh, you can't get mad at the results because personally, and I learned this from uh, Andy Stanley, he said, people are exactly where you have led them. So like, if you don't like where you are, you don't like where your team is, you have to understand like you're the leader, you have led them on that path. So having that self-awareness to uh, really misdirect and uh, kind of course correct yourself in order to get there. Uh, and another thing that I kind of learned from that is uh, we're in, in a um, people's business and being in a people's business, man, you get all type of emotions because you're dealing with people from all type of backgrounds. So just for me, uh, understanding in general, like you have to build your life on like good principles and values. And me personally, I choose to build mine and the same with you you guys, is like on everything that comes from the Bible. Because I know that it lasts the test of time and it's gonna continue to last the test of time. So you have to build your life on those principles so that you can understand like when you deal with people, nothing will make you get out of your character. Nothing will make you do something against what you believe in the things that you speak about each and every day. So you just have something that will make you unwavering in dealing with people and understanding like you've been that you've been that person to, to, to someone at some point. So you understand how that feel and you also understand how to lead somebody out of that space. So uh, and then the second thing, and this was probably just really resonated with me just because this past weekend and just spending time with our team uh, for the conference. And uh, he said, people don't care how much, you know, uh, until they know how much you care. I think a lot of people I have conversations with people like, dude, like you're so you're so wise. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not wise. I'm just resourceful. I read books. I learn. Like I was a point in my life where I wasn't where I needed to go. So I looked at people who was exactly what I, I, I wanted to be at. And I started like literally reading the books, listening to the podcast on YouTube, doing the thing in order to like get the information to lead my life in the way that I wanted to go. So uh, I think probably uh, I love that because I had a conversation over this weekend. And that's what I love about this weekend the most is uh, I was just listening to a leader saying everything that she do for her people. Uh, and she just get on every day and ask me, how are you today? And really care for people. And uh, I think I kind of put it in a state of shock and it was awesome. It was sad, but it was awesome because she said everything that she do for people each and every day, how are you doing? And just kind of talk people through life. And when she finished, I said, so, so how are you today? How are you doing? And it kind of caught her by surprise because she was expecting me to actually do what she's been doing for other people. And what I learned in that moment is many times as leaders, we carry a weight that sometimes we don't have a place to set these things down and really deal with some of our, our own issues. So we do need mentors, we need leaders, we need people who've been down that road before to actually step up in our life, notice us, inspire us to like literally really dig deep and understand like part of leading, it's also being led. You need people who've been down that path to actually lead you. So us, with everybody being on this, uh, listening to the Zoom today, you are a leader 
because you show up to the Zoom each and every Tuesday and Thursday, Thursday to get better, to get the wisdom, the knowledge, the experience that we share so that you can go and do the same for other people. So many times you just have to let people lead you in that way too and just be open uh, to receive that thing. And uh, the, la- the second, the next thing that I, I-, I want to share from this, uh, and it was uh, don't, don't try to impress people, but to impact them. And like I said, this conference was awesome in so many aspects, but I think what I love the most is it was awesome to see our team kind of see us, uh, just kind of see us in the millionaires club thing, to see us as top income earners, see everything that, you know, conference was kind of recognizing us for. But I think the most important thing that they're going to remember uh, from this weekend is the actual conversations that we was having with them. The actual, you know, we're not like, of course you see us on these things and you kind of see us on different, just different events and people are kind of want to, can I get a picture with you? Can you do this for me? It's like, they saw the real person, like the down to earth, real person that actually cared about the things that's going on within their lives, kind of noticing everything that they're doing. And I think what I love about this weekend to most was like understanding, like part of this power to caring about people is actually time. Like you have to take time to actually listen to people, to notice where they are, to have these conversations. And me, some of the best conversations I had, which was crazy because my wife was pregnant, was staying up to three in the morning, three, three in the morning, just talking with people about life. And my wife, I would just literally go to bed like excited. I'm waking her up and I'm like, man, I'm just Jesus out here saving people is what I told her. It was like people is like literally having breakthroughs. So what that understood to me is like some people have to have that breakdown in order to experience that breakthrough. And part of our job is to allow them to break down in a healthy way. Because I think many people are stuck in environments to where they're having breakdowns and they have nobody to be there with them. It's an unhealthy environment where they have the breakdown and they stay there. But for us as leaders, that's the great thing that I love about this company. It has empowered us to inspire people that it's okay to have that breakdown, but I'm going to show you how to get experience the breakthrough, how to step to that next level in your life, how to get out of this place that you're in and understand like this is where your power is. When I listen to Joe and Stephanie's story, like for me, it's so powerful each and every time because all they needed was a vehicle. All they needed was opportunity. So when they were standing in food lines, the only thing changed is they had somebody there with them to give them that vehicle to launch them into the breakthrough that we see today so many times. We just have to recognize the people that God has placed in our life and just know that they're there for a reason. And it's not just to celebrate all the good that we're doing, but also help us to accept the bad things that have happened and turn that around so God can use that for his good. So for me, I just love this because when you talk about caring about people, one thing that I've learned within this business, like I know my role very well. I tell, I told some people on our team this weekend, like you can't ask me anything about business. If you want business tips, go and ask my wife. If you want to know about life, I can help you because my wife knows how to build a business and I know how to build a people. And I'm not going to step out of my role. I'm going to do exactly what I, I, I know I need to do because for us, it's about cooperating and help build not only a business and a legacy for our family, but also building a kingdom for God and using the people that he's given us so that we can kind of create that duplicate, that multiplication process. So uh, I, I just love this so much because I think one of my passions is just really just truly and genuinely just caring about people, wanting the best for them. And the one thing that I told Jack, uh, Joe is what I love about him is like you always see the best in people, you always believe the best in people, and you always speak the best to people. And I think that is what inspired me ever since day one of Carrie just bringing me to my first green carpet and seeing you. 
as the top income earner and just seeing like how humble and how like open you are to just receiving people and just taking time to notice people, take pictures of people. Like that inspired me from day one to always be that way and just kind of something that I want to be example for. So you guys inspired me in so many ways that you can't even fathom. And sometimes I don't think I tell you that enough, but you've like helped me like literally grow into the people, who, the person who I am today. So when people like kind of compliment me on who I am, I, I try to tell them like, this isn't me. This is somebody who came before me and spoke this over me. I just had the courage to actually step into it. So I just thank you guys because you guys empower me each and every day to really just get up and go after the things that I feel like God has called me to do. So thank you guys. Well, I don't even know where to start from there. Man, Chad, you're lucky you went first. Uh, but Tay, I do want to reiterate the fact because after you text me that, I text you back. What an amazing leader you have developed into and the amount of people whose lives you're touching, not only from just your lives, but just from being on here, speaking life over people is just amazing to watch. And the two things that I wrote down that were amazing that you said is I'm not wise, I'm resourceful. Guys, that, that'll change your life right there. And then the other one is getting from a breakdown to a breakthrough. If you just go back through and look at all the things that you've been through, guys, you can keep going. It's amazing. Well, I think the, the, the term is uh, leaders and successful people leave clues. So if all three of us have said, and including John and including Craig Rochelle, everything rises and falls on leadership, I think that's a clue that it's time to tune in to where you are on your leadership journey. And I, I think the most amazing thing that they followed that up with is, Leadership is not something that you're born with. People have uh, the ability to connect with people. They're born with that. But leaders are grown and developed. So that means every single one of you on here has the potential to be an amazing, life-changing leader. And the easiest way to start with that is consistently asking people, how can I add value to your life? Because that is helping to move people forward along with yourself, which is true leadership. Management is moving yourself forward at the expense of the people that you're with. Because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Uh, I think this was like a master class in John Maxwell quotes because Every single thing. I mean, obviously it was a Q&A on John Maxwell's greatest quotes. So it, it was something that's like, hey, here's a crash course in, in leadership awesomeness. You have to be care makers. That that was, I've never heard that before. You know, don't, don't be a caretaker, be a care maker. Um, great leadership has an open door, open ear, and an open heart policy. If if you don't like people and you don't want to impact people, don't try because you'll just ruin them. I mean, has anybody ever thought about that? I mean, have you ever come in contact with a boss or a manager that's in a position that people think as leadership, but all they're doing is leaving a wake of destruction in their path? You know, that is not leadership. That is somebody that's going out to do something for themselves and that is not the kind of leadership you want to emulate. I mean, they were talking about this a while ago that um, it, it started out with every, everybody doing management training. It was management books, you know, 
management, 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 until they realized that management was actually destroying their organizations. That's that's when they had to start looking into, okay, well, what is true leadership? And I love how uh, Craig Rochelle started it out because I was part of the Enjoy Tape of the Month Club. Like I listened to all of John before John actually stepped into uh, the business culture of leadership when he was just doing leadership development for pastors and preachers. And it was, if you get a chance, go see if you can find some of those early recordings because they are so foundational that that's what transitioned him into the world that he is in now, because it was changing so many lives that people in the business world started noticing and going, Hey, can you take that kind of stuff and apply it to our business, which absolutely is something that you can do. So you can take all of those old things and apply them today, even though they were back from the mid nineties, late nineties, which is, which is amazing. Oh man. Do you guys have everything starred? Like, I'm, I'm trying to pick which stars I talk about on here. You don't have to earn my love, but you have to earn my time. The way you earn my time is to show me that you are willing to pay the price because my love is for everyone. I have unconditional love for everyone, but I can only develop someone. So are you going to show yourself as the someone that needs to be developed. What, take that back to the very beginning conversation when Craig Rochelle started talking about when he first met with John and John started developing him. He said, you were a friend even before I earned the right to be your friend. That is the kind of leadership that we need. You have to be willing to befriend in order to connect so that you can lead. I care enough for you to push, pull, prod, and confront you because I'm a friend first and a leader second. Talking about, you know, walking beside and walking ahead and walking behind. That is what our goal is as leaders, is we're supposed to see more and see before everybody else. We're supposed to see the landmine so that we can walk people around it. We don't want to guide people into the landmines. Uh, man, this goes right into, you know, talking about consistency. He was like, if you're consistently walking ahead of people, you will help guide them to places faster than they have could they could have gone alone. And the thing about consistency is it's extremely underrated. Nobody talks about it. Everybody talks about success, but nobody talks about the consistency that it takes to develop the success. He said consistency compounds and people confuse the consistency of what it takes to be successful with the recognition of the work that is success. So people get recognized, you know, the top 150 get recognized but you don't see the work that went in to getting to that top 150. Uh, he talked about, are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to do the did? So my question is, is WWSDD. Ask yourself, what would Stephanie Dunn do? 
Are you willing to do what Stephanie did and what Stephanie does daily? WWSDD. And then go do the did. Attitude is a choice. Both Chad and Tay, they touched on this. Everyone can grow their attitude from a zero to a 10 faster than you can any skill. So while it takes time to develop a skill, the ability to change an attitude is almost instantaneous. Then he started talking about uh, if, you can, if you can't control it, why are you focusing on it? He said, if you can't control it, you can control how much you pay attention to it. Because when you focus on what you can control, it will start to influence what you can't control. You have to have an anger for the way things are, but you also have to have the hope that they can change. So there's things that you can't control, but you have to have the ability to have the hope that they can change. So when, when we're talking about changing your world, it has to get to a point where you're angry about the way things are, but you also have the hope that they can be better and that you're going to take the steps necessary to change that in your life. Because he said, quit waiting for someone else to change your world. This comes down to, are you going to take the responsibility off of someone else and put it solely on yourself so that you can make a difference, not only in your world, because when you make a difference in your world, it impacts those around you. Today matters. Choose today to make a difference in your world, in the world of those around you. And when you start doing that, that's when people will start noticing you and you can start helping them to do the same. And he said, as we create a community of doers, that's how you begin to change the world. So guys, Thanks for tuning in today. Hopefully you got a lot out of this. Go back through, listen to it again. You know, we'll have the replay up shortly so that you can go back through and listen to all the amazing things that Chad and Tay said. You know, mine was a bit sketchy. So, you know, just listen to them because they're amazing. But go out, change your world and have an amazing rest of your day. We'll see you again soon.